Welcome. My name is Rabbi Moshe Schwab, and I'm glad you could be here with us today. The Torah portion for today is Vayera, and it's Genesis 18:1 through 22:24. And this is the Torah portion part of our study. Uh, we also have an accompanying uh, teaching on this portion. So we cover different portions of the Torah because that was what the prophets did. That's what they instituted, that's what they set up. Uh, probably Nehemiah. So Vayera means, and he appeared. This portion begins with Abraham greeting three men and offering them rest and food. One of the men says that Sarah will have a child at this time the next year, and Sarah laughs. Uh, one of the men is Yehovah, Yudhevave, exclusive name for God, and he asked asked why Sarah laughed, and and says that there is nothing too hard for Yehovah. Uh, God has uh, appeared as a man, therefore, uh, to to Abraham. He eats and talks with him. Some say that God can come as a man, but that is not true, as we see in the case of Abraham. Jeremiah 23, 5 and 6 says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, says Yehovah, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is the name by which he will be called, the Lord, our righteousness. And the word, the Lord, there is Yehovah, yud so he will be from the line of David, born a man, and also be God. That's what the Bible says. So God, so God also came in the form of a man as Yeshua, our Messiah. Um, you know, we understand the appearances of Yeshua back in the Old Testament portion to be his pre-incarnate uh, appearances. Also, in this account, we see that Abraham and Sarah were very generous and hospitable. We should understand that when Shul tells us to be hospitable in Romans 12:13, he is probably thinking about Abraham's example. Teachings about Abraham are very important Jewish teachings. All the early believers were Jewish, and we need to understand the Bible in its Jewish context. The three men and Abraham then set out for Sodom, Sodom, but Yehovah, as it says in the text, in the, stays with Abraham and reveals what he is about to do there. Abraham then intercedes for uh, Sodom and, and asks Yehovah if, we, if he will spare the people there, and he uh, goes on with several iterations of this, each time reducing the number, and uh, uh, but Yehovah did not relent of this, and Yehovah, it says, Yehovah then leaves, went his way. Uh, the two other men, uh, angels, went to Sodom, uh, Sodom and Lot met them in town and invited them back to his house to eat and stay overnight. 
The men of the town surround the house wanting to abuse the angels homosexually. <clears throat> the angels pulled back Lot into the house and blinded the men outside the house. They then told Lot that they were going to destroy Sodom for its evil. Lot and his family leave, urged on by the angels. Sodom and, and, Amorah, Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed with brimstone, and Lot's wife is made a pillar of salt because she looked back. Lot ends up having children from his daughters. Perhaps they thought the world had ended. <clears throat> Two portions ago, the world was destroyed for its wickedness by a flood. In today's portion, uh, Sodom and Amorah are destroyed for their wickedness. In the New Testament portion, Kepha talks about God helping those who love him to do what is right in the impending judgment for the wicked. 2 Peter 2, starting in verse 4, it says, For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into change of darkness, to be reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly, and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by their filthy conduct, by the uh, by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man, dwelling among them, tor tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to, to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self-willed. You know, we have a lot of self-willed people out there. We may we may have to may have to live among ungodly people, but we don't have to live like them. So don't live like them. Sadly, they will end up in the lake of fire. The Bible says, Revelation twenty-one eight. It says God will help us to live right. If God reminds you to do something, says something to you like that is wrong, don't do it. God wants to, us to succeed. Abraham goes into the Negev, the desert, and meets Avimelech. Avimelech. Uh, Abraham tells Avimelech that Sarah is his sister. Avimelech tells Sarah as his wife, but is warned in a dream that Sarah is Abraham's wife. Avimelech returns Sarah and also gives Abraham gifts to vindicate himself. In Abimelech's dream, God told him that Abraham was a prophet, that Abraham would pray for him. Abraham prays for him, and he and his family are healed so that they can have children. Yitzhak, Isaac, was born when Abraham was a hundred years old. After Yitzhak is weaned, Sarah asks Abraham to send uh, Hagar and Ishmael away. God tells Abraham to listen to Sarah. After Hagar was sent away, Hagar initially became despondent, but an angel encouraged her and she found water. When Ishmael grew up, he found a wife in Egypt. 
the Bible says that God tests us to see if we are true believers. Abraham was a great man of faith and an example to us. Here are some of the things that Abraham faced. He lived in an idolatrous land. God told him to go to Canaan. There was a famine after he got in Canaan. Sarah is taken twice. Lot is taken and Abraham fights to get him back. He is told that his descendants will go into captivity. He is circumcised at the age of a hundred. Sarah is infertile until 90 years old. Uh, he sent Ishmael away. He went to sacrifice Isaac. Deuteronomy 8.2 says, And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. We should remember that we will also face testing. Stand strong and past your times of testing. Then Abraham and Avimelech make, make an agreement. Abraham also gives Avimelech seven lambs as a witness for the well Abraham dug at Be'er Sheba. After this, God tested Abraham and told Abraham to go, go to Mount Moriah and offer up his son. After they got there, just before, uh, just before Abraham was to offer up his son, an angel stopped him and God provided a ram for him to sacrifice. The account is called the Akedah in Jewish tradition and is a picture of the Messiah Yeshua giving himself for us. Isaiah 53, 6 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord, Yehovah, that is, has led on him, has laid on him the iniquity of us all. This parasha ends with Abraham going back to Beersheba, and he also finds out his brother Nahor had children. When Shul says he is bound to go to Jerusalem, it comes with comes from the binding of Isaac, a Yitzhak. He is thinking about how Isaac allowed himself to be bound and give himself. See, see, the rabbis teach he was a grown man, and he did this, Isaac did this willingly. Uh, theology sometimes says that Shul disobeyed God because people prophesied that he would be in for trouble when he got to Jerusalem. That is not true. Like Isaac, he was bound and God provided a way out for him and even sent him to where he wanted to go. It says in Romans 15, verses 30 to 32, just like Isaac, God provided a ram. For, for, in the place of Isaac, God provided for Shaul. It was a tremendous miracle. Remember, the, the Bible is a Jewish biblical context. So I point out these little things so to give us a little bit deeper understanding and help us to make the connections that we need to make. The Haftarah for Vayera is 2 Kings 4, 1-37. The Haftarah contains stories about Elisha. First, he, so he multiplies oil for a woman and, and her two, two sons provide for them. And then he heals a woman who is barren. 
When, when the woman's son dies, Elisha goes to her home and raises the child from the dead. In this Haftarah, we see another example of God using a prophet to heal others. Abraham, who was a prophet, prays for Abimelech, and Abimelech's household is healed of infertility. In the Haftarah, the prophet Elisha raises a boy from the dead. Yeshua was a prophet and healer as well as our Messiah. Most think that a, a prophetic person only gives words from God, but we also see prophetic people healing others. As believers in the Messiah, God gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the associated evidences include prophecy and healing. In the New Testament portion, there are evidences or gifts associated with the Holy Spirit. Joel gives a list of the gifts, or uh, he calls them evidences in 1 Corinthians 12. Remember that Jewish lists are often representative, and they are not and all they are not all inclusive lists. Shul also gives other lists in Romans 12 and Ephesians 4, where he calls them gifts, charisma, prophets. Are, are listed in Ephesians 4 and gifts of healing are in, in 1 Corinthians 12.9. It should be remembered that spiritual gifts are very important. And we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in, in those gifts when we believe on the Messiah, but they are only part of what the Bible teaches us. We are to believe in the whole Bible. And so my experience has been is that we will operate in many of these gifts, you know, and, and particularly maybe uh, one or several of these we get uh, a, a special gifting in, maybe not in all of them. First uh, Corinthians uh, 12, 7 through 11 says, Moreover, to each person is given the particular manifestation, that is the evidence of the Spirit, that will be for the common good. To one through the Spirit is given a word of wisdom, to another a word of knowledge in accordance with the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another get another gifts of healing by the, by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to judge between spirits, to another the ability to speak in different kinds of tongues, and yet another, the ability to interpret tongues. One and the same Spirit is at work in all these things, distributing to each person as he chooses. And I might also point out that these are given by God. They are not de human-developed abilities. In closing, the exclusive name for God is used in this portion. As God appears, Yehovah appears to Abraham as a man. Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed for their sin. They are still there as a reminder that God hates sin and the harm it causes. And I've read this, that 31 million people have died from HIV-AIDS virus, which in part has been spread by homosexual men. It has been generally accepted that, that they are the principal carriers of this mo mostly sexual, sexually transmitted disease. 
it is said that one of every four homosexuals have sexual men have this deadly disease at present, and their continued and their continued sin continues to spread this sin. God doesn't like sin because of the harm it brings. So be careful how you view this terrible sin that has killed so many. Are you being complete, complicit with the deaths, deaths of all those millions by your belief? He will judge those who accept sin, the Bible says. We need to be reminded frequently that Revelation 21.8 says, But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. So in this portion, Abraham was a prophet, and he prays for Abimelech, and he is healed. Yitzhak is born, and Abraham was going to sacrifice him, but an angel stopped him. And like I said, the rabbis teach that Isaac was grown up, and he was, and he was willing to give himself. So God providing a sacrifice is a prophetic picture of, you, of the Messiah, Yeshua, coming in the future and willingly giving himself for our sins. We see that God did miracles and healings in the Old Testament portion. He continues to do the same in our era. Malachi 3.6 says, For I am the Lord, I do not change. So I'd like to uh, say a concluding prayer for you right now. Yehovah <clears throat> Ya Ariova Panavale Havikuneka Yisa Yova Panavale Havisimleka Shalom. Yehovah bless you and keep you. Yehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yehovah lift up his counts upon you and give you peace. Amen. Lord keep us clean. Make us useful for your purposes. Shabbat Shalom.